0: good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time it may be that you're joining us welcome to all that and a bag of chips where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were all that and a bag of chips my name is sam and this is my co-host ethan and this week we're talking about lonely space vixens right sam (laughs) that's where after the audience goes (laughs) ah perfect perfect hello hello on today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about Rugrats. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgic trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, we are back. And as Sam mentioned, we are covering Rugrats this week. But before we get into it, tell us, Sam, how did you grow up this week? Um, this week is more of the same. I did, however, get a power washer. So that was very exciting. Ooh, uh, fancy. I'm about to power wash the whole neighborhood. <laughs> I had so much fun. I just opened the cooler from when we went to the Chiefs playoff game. The AFC uh, Championship. Yep. Oh my there gosh. Was a bottle of water. There was some more water. That's probably just from rain. And there was a pack of buns in there. Oh, dude! Which is why I broke out the power washer. It was. It was. T- it was terrifying. You probably should have set that cooler on fire, dude. That's disgusting. I know. I know. But I don't have another one right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's really funny though, because yeah. that was from like. That's like January, right? Like late January? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. My God. It's that's been a while. But the no, power sorry. washer is too much fun. I also <laughs> power washed my mailbox today. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's pretty funny, man. Yep. Um, so I have moved into my new apartment, um, which is kind of funny because that's, well, that's what I've been doing all day today is moving stuff back and forth and... Carrying stuff over, but uh, my new place does not have internet yet, so I am currently sitting in a completely empty apartment um, as I was cleaning it with a computer, a microphone, and a TV so that I could watch some regrets episode while I was cleaning today. There you go. So that's been a process. I am super tired. Um, yeah. But it was good. Both, uh, both apartments were on the first floor, so I did not have to climb any stairs. Oh, nice. Yeah. it's good. Saved my knees a couple of years there. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into it, man. Today, we are talking about Rugrats, the 1991 Nickelodeon show. Uh, so Sam, tell us, what's your history with Rugrats, and why'd you want to cover this? Um, I watched it a lot as a kid, and I, I wanted to cover it eventually, but we're covering it right now because people voted for it, and I figured Rugrats would be pretty popular. Um, so as a kid, I think it, I want to say I watched it on Friday nights. I always went to my dad's house on Friday nights, and we always watched Nickelodeon, and Rugrats, I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure it was in their rotation on Fridays. So we watched Rugrats a lot with my dad, and he really liked it too. And I just have a lot of fond memories of Rugrats. Yeah, man. This was one that, so like, like Sam mentioned, this is one that we, um, we put up a poll on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages um, asking our listeners to choose from four um, shows or movies of, uh, that Sam and I chose. Um, so what do we have in there? Rugrats, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Dexter's Lab, and Ace Ventura? Uh, yeah, yep. Ace Ventura. So those were our four uh, nominations, um, and Rugrats won the vote, which I was super excited about. That was one that I picked and wanted to win, because um, I think this will probably be the first one that we covered that I loved, 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 loved as a kid. Like, the other episodes we've done are stuff, like, I've seen here and there, like, I wasn't super into, but this show, I was... I loved it. It was one of my favorite shows when I was super young, like 90, 97, 96, kind of when I was like five or six years old. I loved yeah. the show, so I'm super excited to go back and talk about it, um, so, and thank you to our uh, listeners and voters for voting on this. It won like 21, and then Ace Ventura got 12 votes, which I was very surprised about. I No, I was surprised by that, too. I really thought it'd be between Rugrats and Dexter's Lab. I just thought Ace Ventura would not get any votes, because I did not <laughs> care for that movie. <laughs> But yeah, so today we're talking about Rugrats, um, but before we do that, let's backtrack a little bit. Let's rewind time, and let's go back to 1991 and see where was the world when Rugrats came into our lives. Where was the world? All right, so let's talk about it. Where was the world in nineteen ninety one? There we go. When Rugrats debuted on Nickelodeon. Um, so let's see here. Sam, did you know that the show Seinfeld debuted in nineteen ninety one? Wow. No, I I didn't. I did not know that either. Um, we will probably never cover Seinfeld on this show. I don't imagine It doesn't yeah. quite fit our our target demographic so much. So I will give my one minute little spiel about Seinfeld. Uh, this was a show that I did not watch at all growing up. It was one that was just not part of my rotation. Um, but some, a lot of people have compared it to kind of like Friends or like How I Met Your Mother, like one of those kind of ensemble sitcoms. Of, and they're in New York City, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, so pretty similar. So I went back and watched this show last year before we did a podcast about it. Um, I was doing things like this anyway. So I went back and watched it. And that show does not hold up at all for me. Really? Oh, I couldn't stand it. It was just, it's not very funny. I actually don't think Seinfeld's just a super funny guy, Jerry Seinfeld uh, for the most part. And just like, there's the, the whole tagline of that show is, it's a show about nothing, which I get and I appreciate because sitcoms are kind of like that where they just kind of reset the plot at the end of every episode, you know, like uh-huh. nothing too much can change. But there was just nothing to that show. It was just like watching idiots run around on screen for 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> And, like, there was episodes that, like, people would be dating, and then the next episode, they weren't dating anymore, and they never even showed how they broke up or anything. They're just like, yeah, yeah, moving on. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened there? Like, where? These, these relationships just kind of bounce around. It there's no continuity at all. I remember as a kid, like, we'd be flipping through TV, or we'd be watching TV, and Seinfeld would come on, and I'd be like, ah, uh, well, so go find something else to do, I guess. Yeah, it it bored me to death. I know a lot of people love that show, so I'm gonna get some hate for that. But yeah, I'm sure. Yikes! Um, let's see. So, also in 1991, uh, the U.S. minimum wage jumped up um, from three dollars and eighty cents to four dollars and twenty-five cents an hour. Dang! Which actually, by today's standards, when I checked, is eight dollars. So it's pretty close to what it is in Kansas. So huh. I think it's it's around seven fifty or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, that's a so little weird to think about. So, um, so the song, uh, the number one song in 1991 um, was a song, Everything I Do, I Do It For You. Do you know the song, Sam? Uh, I think so. Um, I couldn't remember who it was by. Let me look it up real quick. It was, oh, Brian Adams. Oh, yeah. The song, it's like, everything I do, I do it for you. I don't know it well, but I do know it. It's long. This song is six and a half minutes long. I listened to it right before the podcast, <laughs> which is great. Uh, so that was the number one song of 1991, which is kind of uh, kind of surprising. I'm realizing that I do not, like, around the early 90s, I don't know any music from that time. Like but every time we've done this, I'm like, what is this song? I don't remember this. I don't think I started listening to music until, like, 2000, or, like, after that point, like, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Yeah, the guys. Yeah, I think in the '90s, it's the Backstreet Boys. Right, like that's more my thought. But it's always like Paula Abdul was on this list. It's like Paul Abdul song out of this time. <laughs> what the heck? Um, so Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture. Uh, it actually came out in nineteen ninety one, but it won in nineteen ninety two because it came out pretty late. But. Okay, uh, have you seen this movie, Sam? Uh, the first time I watched Silence of the Lambs was at my dad's house, and my dad was sleeping. Mm-hmm. My brother Mike was asleep. My sister must have been asleep. I do not know where she was. (laughs) And I was just flipping through the channels on the TV. And I stopped on Silence of the Lambs and watched the whole thing by myself. Oh, my gosh. How old were you? I I was not very old. I think I was in, like, first or second grade. Oh, my gosh. Was it traumatizing? Uh, At that point, no. I'd seen so many scary movies that... It puts the lotion on its skin. No me at all. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I believe I have seen this movie at some point in my life before recently, but I actually just went back and watched this um, when I was home like two or three weeks ago. I watched it with my parents and my sisters when they were in town. awesome. It was really, really good. Uh, that movie is excellent. I think I have seen it at some point, but I was probably like seven or eight years old like you were. Yeah. And I just didn't have that good of a memory of it. But yeah, man, it was great. I'm not that scared of... Uh, What's the guy's name? Cowboy, hillbilly, what's his name? Um, The guy who's like the guy they're trying to catch. Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, yes. He was not scary to me at all, but uh, Anthony Hopkins is terrifying and incredible in that movie. Oh, yeah. All right, and our last fact for Where Was the World. um, Sam, do you know what the top-selling gift of 1991 is? Or was, I guess. This is one that you like you reminded me about because i could not remember it hardly at all no (laughs) pogs really yes the best-selling gift of 1990 uh 1991 were pogs that so like that i mean 91 which is before we were born yeah pogs like i feel like that was never a big thing when i was little Like, the only time I saw Pogs was at fraud sales, and I never understood what you did with them. I still don't know. I didn't collect them, so I still don't understand what the point of them really even was. Nope. Nope. Yeah, but interesting. We'll cover Pogs at some point, at least for, like, a mini episode or something, but... Yeah. Pogs, number one gift of 1991. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so that's where the world was in 1991 when Rugrats entered our lives. And like we mentioned, Sam and I were not even born yet when the show started, so. Yeah. Which is, um, it's it's interesting. So I think around the time, because Tommy's one when the show starts. Yep, yep. Came, yeah, so like when the show was kind of putting out new episodes right there at the beginning, we were like literally the same age as the main characters. Although I yeah. don't think I was watching this show when I was one year old, in Silence of the Lambs, but I was not watching Rugrats <laughs> so much. <laughs> All right, man. So we got a new little segment for you today uh, that we are going to call cool facts Sam, hit the drop. You know what cool is That that's cool. Okay, so to kick off some cool facts. um, All so they have a wide variety of characters in the show. They have a lot. They have a good representation of boys and girls. But all of the babies were voiced by women. I did I see that. I think that makes sense because you don't want kid actors because they're going to age. Mm-hmm. And you can't really have grown men <laughs> voicing babies. Yeah, that's true. And I, I just saw this fact really right, before we were doing this episode. Um, and that is really interesting. And I wonder... Like going off of where the world is right now, where there are uh-huh. several voice actors, literally this the last two days, who were white voice actors voicing characters of color, have been dropping out or, or just getting, just dropping the roles and saying that like we should voice the character uh-huh. we're representing. I'm curious what that would be like today. I don't know, I don't know if there's any yeah. shows with babies that are voiced by women right now that we can base yeah. it off yeah. of, but yeah, I'd be curious to see what people in 2020 would say about that. Yeah um Christine Cavanaugh was one of the voice actors of the babies and she also voiced Dexter in Dexter's laboratory what yeah I did not see that that's awesome yeah I thought that was really cool and she was the voice of Tommy Chucky um, I want to say Chucky I think you're right I would have to look at it look again she was Chucky yeah okay Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I couldn't remember exactly. How funny. I did not... Yeah. Baby! <laughs> Get out to my laboratory! <laughs> Man, I can't wait to cover that show. Yeah. To do it soon. <laughs> um, my next fact is that Rugrats was the or is the second longest running Nicktoon of all time. And yes, it is. At, it, at the time, it was number one. Which it was dethroned by SpongeBob, mm-hmm. which was the next big money maker for um, Nickelodeon. Yeah, um, and it ran for 13 seasons. Is that right? Uh, I thought it was 14, but either way, that I mean, that's mm-hmm. a long time. It is. That's a really long time, especially for a show just kind of based off of such a simple premise. Uh-huh. Which, uh huh. Which cool fact number three I got for you? Um, the creators of the show, Arlene Klasky and Gabor Zupo, um, the basis for this show was they just wanted to see if babies could talk, what would they say? And that was the very simple tagline that just as soon as they said it, they're like, that's great. Make a TV show about it. Yeah. Which, like we said, Tommy is one and Sawyer is one right now. Mm-hmm. And, and like the whole time watching it, I just thought, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yes, I can. not I'm super interested to hear your perspective on this as a father, as you are stew pickles. Yeah. <laughs> you have the one-year-old and then compared to my view of it as a 27 year old single unmarried adult yeah <laughs> good perspective i can't wait till we can have sawyer on here to tell us his perspective on these shows oh i know i know <laughs> um next fact so rock raked in money and they raked in awards oh yeah uh, they won four daytime emmy awards They won six Kids' Choice Awards, and then they won like numerous other awards. And they are the only Nickelodeon show to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, I did see that. I was actually so I knew they won like one Emmy. So I was gonna do that as like a trivia thing, Uh and then I looked at the Wikipedia page, and there was like twenty-seven of them. So I was like, never mind, that's too much. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. The show is incredibly successful. And it's, and it's crazy. I, I was looking through notes and stuff, and I saw a video that was titled, like, What Killed the Rugrats, or something like that. I'm like, dude, okay. this show ran for 13 years, and has yeah. like, tons of, like, nothing killed it. Like, you can only have a show run for so long with good ideas, Spongebob. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this, it's absurd that people are like, oh, they just fell apart. I'm like, dude, they ran for forever. Like, Yeah. It's okay. Let things go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got another fact? Oh, man, I can go all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's 172 total episodes in this show. Uh, how many of them did you get through, Sam? Um, honestly, I don't even know how many I got through. Um, I just had it playing. This has become my new I don't know what to watch, so I'm just going to throw this on show. Mm-hmm. Sawyer was a big fan of Rugrats. Like, he would dance when the theme would start playing. And nice. Like, I know I've said that he doesn't watch TV, but he would actually sit sometimes and watch Rugrats. That's awesome. Which I thought it thought was really cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Yeah. I watched about 30 different episodes, I believe, out of the 172. Um, most of them in the first four seasons, because those are the ones I really remember. Um, uh, yeah. And then I tried to cover a little bit of the other ones, but I didn't get quite as far. Uh huh. Um, but did you know that also lean Klasky and G- uh, Gabor Zupo, before they started on this show, they worked for The Simpsons, and yep. they were responsible for the idea for having yellow skinned characters. Yeah, I saw that. How nuts. So bizarre. It, yeah, I mean. an interesting idea. Um, have you ever watched Simpsons much? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. I... Have not really. I've, I've seen like one episode of it before, and it's one I've been meaning to go back and watch, but uh-huh. I just have not been able to do it. Same. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, last fun fact for you real quick, and then we'll go. All right. um, Arlene Klasky, co-creator of the show, actually hated the character of Angelica. Yep. Because she thought she was just too mean and didn't want to have an antagonist in the show. She just kind of wanted it to be like a fun show about babies. Yep. And they were like, we have to have some, we have to have something happen. <laughs> you can't, they just have babies running around for thirteen years, but uh, she did say she eventually came around to the idea, and kind of, yep. they based it around a, a childhood bully that one of the other co-creators of the show grew up with. Yeah. Um. So to kind of piggyback off your fact, TV Guide made a fifty greatest cartoon characters of all time, and number seven was Angelica Pickles. Really. Uh huh. She beat eight, nine, and ten. Are Charlie Brown and Snoopy? Uh, nine what? is SpongeBob, and ten is Cartman. Wow, I vehemently disagree with this list. It, it's a very interesting <laughs> list, but Angelica Pickles was number seven on their list. I strongly, strongly disagree with that. But that is fascinating that she was number <laughs> seven. Yeah, yeah. So let's take a quick break, and then uh, we will do our review of Rugrats. We we'll get back. All right, we are back. Sammy, let's get into our review of Rugrats. Uh, so just going back and watching this for the first time. Uh, this show is on Hulu, by the way, if you guys want to go back and watch it after you listen to this. Um, so just going back on Hulu and watching just a couple episodes, just what were your first thoughts and what were kind of some of your uh, your nostalgia feelings that got uh, brought up there? Um, my my first thought was, why does Tommy not have on his blue shirt? Dang it! <laughs> It's one of my trivia questions. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the first thing. I was like, "What?" But <laughs> he, gets it, he wears it in his second episode. In the second episode, but I gave him a break since it was his birthday. So I just said that must be his birthday outfit. Yes, and I I watched a video about that uh, ten facts about um, Rugrats, and that was one the thing they said. They were like, "No one really knows because it was just kind of like a first episode thing." But uh-huh. they said, "I guess it's because it was his birthday." So, yeah. Um, but going back and watching this literally with a one-year-old, my one-year-old in the room with me, I watched it. I looked at it completely different than I would have even a couple of years ago, let alone as a child, but I, I still enjoyed it. I know. Yeah. Accurate. That's super cool, man. I, uh, so my first thought when I just clicked on this was this theme song is a banger. Oh, Yes which Sawyer agreed to. Yes, Uh, that's so fun that he was dancing to the song. Um, Let's go ahead and just play a few seconds of that. We can do that. Uh, Let's play that right here. song. I love the song dude. I, I I wish I was with Sawyer when you were watching this because I too started jamming out and dancing to this thing. It's so good. I feel like we could make a really good remix of it too. Oh Sawyer and I basically made a remix to it and Jenny <laughs> with a weird look on her face. Oh gosh that's awesome. Um, but yeah so yeah so that was my first thought it was just that this theme song is insane. Uh-huh. Um, and just as I watched a couple of these episodes, I I like the show. I, it was it was fun to watch. Um, I have a couple things I really liked that I didn't think I was going to, or just uh-huh. I didn't remember liking. And then there's a couple things about the show that kind of just drain on me. Um, for one thing, I have a just a whole different appreciation for the show because of the parents. Uh huh. This like as a kid, I don't even think I ever paid attention to what they were doing because oh, I was really yeah, into what the babies yeah, no, were doing. No. Like. And watching it this time around was almost the opposite. Like I cared much less about what the babies are actually doing, and just mm-hmm. Stu Pickles and his his constant just struggles as being a parent. And, He's and hilarious. Uh, oh my God, Stu Pickles is my spirit animal. I love him. And, and um, Grandpa Pickles just constantly ragging on everybody and being a grumpy old man. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I love the parents and. What's uh? What's Grandpa Pig's name? Lou. Honestly, I don't even know. I don't remember either. But he kind of reminds me of uh, your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. Oh, he really does. With the mustache and the glasses. Yeah, dude. Like picture. If you could put a picture up on Facebook <laughs> of the two next to each other, it is crazy. Yes, his name is Grandpa Lou. Okay, and um. Tommy's mom is Dee, Dee, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Dee, Dee um, and Stu and then Grandpa Lou. And then her parents, um, I don't know their names off the top of my head, but they had a little bit of controversy when they yeah. came into the show. Did you see that? Yeah. Um, yeah. People thought... So it was weird because they got praise for a couple episodes that incorporated Judaism, mm-hmm. but then they also in like the same episodes basically got some heat for how they portrayed um the Tommy's Jewish grandparents. Yeah, and that's what was a was a weird dichotomy there. It was like, "Hey, we appreciate having a Hanukkah episode and a Passover episode and the way that it was portrayed and just kind mm-hmm. of told in a way that kids would understand was super cool, but also the the grandparents were drawn and voiced in a very like stereotypical like old Jewish way that was that was done in a really negative light back in like the German World War II times. Yeah. So that part I get, but I believe one of the creators, either Klasky or Zappo is Jewish and they based that off of their actual parents. Hmm. So it was like, yes, they, it was. it's maybe a little hard on the, on being a stereotype, but like they based it off their parents and it was all, it's not like they were negative characters at all. Like they're yeah. portrayed very positively. Yeah. So I can yeah. see that. I, I won't. I, that's another one. I wonder, like in twenty twenty, what would people think about this? So. Yeah, and I like as soon as I realized that they were Jewish, I was like, oh, this is kind of cool because you don't see that ever in shows. Not much. No, it was interesting to see kind of an like an old an old time. He, they always refer to like the old country when I are talking about stuff. Yeah, it's like <laughs> we don't need carrot cake in the old country. Like, <laughs> like we're not in the old country. Yep. But still, we have chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I vehemently agree with. Any who gets carrot cake for their child is a monster of a parent. You're <laughs> being selfish at that point. Um, so how we talked about how I view it as a parent. When in the first episode, when they're all going somewhere for Tommy's birthday, my my first thought when I saw them in the car was, Oh man, Tommy should be in a rear facing car seat right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny! And I think one of the and one of the so like I said, I I really enjoyed watching the parents' interactions and and Stew Pickles is just the best. And the uh, my favorite moment we'll, we'll skip ahead to this, but I'll come back to that actually. So um, a big premise, like part of the show, that's kind of formulaic eventually, but like a big thing is the parents are doing something. They have a birthday party, or they're going to the movies, or they're going to the show. Uh-huh. And then they completely disregard their children for twenty minutes at a time. Yep. Yeah. That chi- was another thought of mine. Was man, these guys suck. <laughs> they're hor- all of them are horrible parents and like just bad people to each other for most of uh-huh. it. Like they're all jerks and just yeah. awful, awful parents. They're always asleep while the kids are running around. They they didn't have their kid in a rear facing <laughs> car seat, I <laughs> guess. Yeah, like, and um, the episode when they go to the theater to watch. I believe it's a Dummy Bears movie. Uh, it's a Reptar movie. There's two. Well, they wanna, the kids want to see the Reptar movie, but they end up going to the Bear one. I think they were called Dummy Bears. For sure. Weird. Yeah, but so they go to the movie theater, and the kids just take off and just go and destroy this whole movie theater for like 10 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. The parents never notice that they're gone the entire time. Uh, one that really got me was when Tommy gets kidnapped in the front yard. Oh, that episode's so weird. Yeah. They at the end they end up giving Tommy back and they're like, oh, this parenting thing's way too hard, basically. Yeah, that episode was super weird. And actually that was one I was I wasn't even paying that close of attention to when I was watching it. And then I kind of like zoned back in and I was like, Did, did he just get kidnapped? Did he just riding around with his kidnappers? <laughs> the people <What? laughs> leave a ransom note because i think they're stealing the child of a guy a millionaire named ronald dump oh it's like a donald trump reference i don't know it has to be i'm sure he was big in 1991 at the time huh how interesting yeah um yeah so there's a couple just the parenting in this show is really bad Mm -hmm. um my favorite moment of this entire show and I posted this on our Facebook page the other day if you guys follow us um, so it's from this episode actually I, I posted it before I even remember what episode it was from so the purpose of the episode that moment is from is Angelica wants to just to get attention she's been left there by her parents because her parents are the worst I think they never pay attention to that kid ever I, well how long does it take for her mom to even show up in the cartoon Oh, I don't know. She's there, but she's always on her phone, so she never even like talks to her kid. Uh-huh. Cause she's like the CEO of some company and her dad is some financial analyst type of guy. So they both just like work all the time and make tons of money. So she's like very spoiled. But as her parents just like do not care about her. They just always dump her off. Yeah. At her, her what would that be her cousins? They're yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Stu and Drew are brothers. Yeah. So Angelica's dad and Tommy's dad are brothers. And so they just always disregard their kids, just dump them off at their brother's house. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, so Angelica's just trying to get attention. And so she like realizes that having a broken bone would get you all sorts of attention. So she like pretends to break her leg or something. And then Stu is just taking care of her hand over foot. And she's like, Uh it's like three o'clock in the morning and she's like, I want some some pudding. I want some chocolate pudding. And Stu's like, we don't have chocolate pudding. (laughs) She's like, well, I want it anyway. Like go to the store and get it. And he's like, I'm not going to the store at three in the morning to get chocolate pudding and then it immediately cuts to him at the store <laughs> getting chocolate pudding from the store Oh And, then the, <laughs> and they cut back and they're at the, the pickles house and Stu's in the kitchen just like making this chocolate pudding because he didn't even have like one that's already made he had to make it himself and dd Dee Dee walks in and she's like Stu, what are you doing and he's like making chocolate pudding <laughs> and she's like why are you making chocolate pudding at four o'clock in the morning and, <laughs> and Stu says I've lost control of my life (laughs) and it was was like I just felt that I felt that so hard it was so great no I thought that was really funny oh my god uh so my so I guess a few quotes I had these are I mean I think they're pretty much all from season one and two um there's one episode where Tommy gets picked up and he's crying and his mom comes and picks him up and uh phil and lil are like why'd you stop crying you could have gotten anything you wanted <laughs> yes i have that one also that's so funny <laughs> you could have gotten anything you want yeah and then there's an episode where they all go to the fair or the carnival whatever and grandpa is like telling uh lou and Dee, or stew and Dee. sorry to go on the duck boats or whatever swans oh yeah he's like go on you two lovebirds a little boat ride in the dark will do you good oh jesus (laughs) (laughs) which leads to my last quote of grandpa being a perv which you referenced in our intro yes Um, him and he's talking to chucky and tommy about watching movie and he goes and my personal favorite lonely space fixings now that's after you that's for after you go to bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's that's one of those adult jokes that i actually thought was really funny and appreciated yeah like because you about it was shrek that there was a bunch of those that just did not land at all but that one know, was really funny They're just in your face where that one it's like i just would have assumed that he was talking about aliens or something yeah yeah it was it's so funny and i've seen that come up I've seen that on Twitter several times. People are like, uh-huh. cartoons in the 90s were wild. <laughs> it just did not care. Um, there's one quote from Chucky I'm trying to find here, because I don't remember what what he's referencing. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. But basically what it was is they were like trying to think of like scary things that they could pretend was happening to get Angelica mm-hmm. to do something. And there was one, they were like, we could turn off the lights. And Chucky's like, oh, no, that's too scary. Chucky <laughs> made me laugh a lot in this. Chucky and Tommy's quick one-liners, like there's when they're in the mirror episode and Chucky's oh, be like man. telling him there's a mirror world. Yep. He's like, they're like, what like how does it work? Explain it. And he's like, it's too scientific. You just wouldn't yeah. understand. <laughs> Like their constant baby talk misquotes, or they maybe laugh out loud several times watching this. I know. And like, I think this is exactly how a baby that can't talk would talk. <laughs> yes, they do a, a really great job with it. It's so good. Yeah. And I just, I love their voices. Um, there's one with Chucky, or one episode with Chucky. I'm trying to think. Oh, his. Um, when they're training him to go on the potty um he's talking about it and he's like this is the worst thing that ever happened to me since my mom put me on the bottle <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's chucky's the best dude that's so yeah funny. Um, and so- then, um oh i have a couple things about my favorite episodes but did you okay, yeah, let's it? get into that we'll get in in one second. I' just say one one complaint I have about the show. it's hardly even a complaint. It's just it's just the nature of the show is that I can only, I think, watch about two or three episodes of this at a time mm-hmm. before the baby talk and the constant baby stuff kind of just drains on me a little bit. uh-huh. Cause, I mean, just, especially not having a kid, maybe if I had a kid sitting there watching it with me and seeing how they interacted with it, it'd be a little bit different. But after about two episodes, I'm about baby talked out. I understand that. So like today I was gonna try to knock out like 20 episodes while I was cleaning and stuff.
1: Uh-huh. and I
0: got through one and a half and I was like, Ugh, I just, I, I, and it's funny cause I'll turn on an episode and the theme song plays, I get hyped and I laugh like the first 10 minutes of it. And then by the end of an episode or two, I'm just like, okay, I need to turn on Breaking Bad or something. <laughs> oh, I can only do so much of this. You can watch it all day. And like when when Didi will be like, well, let's just see what Ms., what Dr. Lipschitz says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. There was times that I was like, I don't know. <clears throat> so I would just Google stuff and be like, hey, uh, yeah, let's go with that? Oh, that's really funny okay let's uh let's talk about our favorite episodes so sam what uh what, what's your first one that you got um my first one i have is the episode where tommy has to wean off the bottle oh, and okay. it's literally like he is he's basically like an addict and he's going through withdrawal <laughs> oh my gosh so wild at the beginning um take it away and they're all sitting in their like little playpen and phil and lil are drinking their bottles and tommy's like can i just have a sip and they're like they're like no we we're not supposed to share and he's like what if i give you my truck just (laughs) a sip (laughs) oh my god i wish i would have watched that one that sounds amazing it's so funny and like he's hallucinating Dude the episode oh, no. is so crazy. It, it, I thought that one was really funny. Oh shit. All right I'm gonna have to go watch that one. That sounds incredible. Yeah it's called Weaning Tommy. Okay all right I will actually go watch that one. That sounds really good. Yeah that one was really funny. Um, so my I think my number one favorite episode is Reptar on Ice. That is I, re- I remember that one fondly. I remember that one from my childhood. I, I've seen that episode several times, and watching it back was such a nostalgia trip, man. It was so great. And just their, uh, the song, that they, like all the musicals. So Reptar on Ice yeah. is this, uh, so Reptar is based off of Godzilla. Um, it's just this giant green dragon looking, it's like a reptile type of thing if you haven't seen it. But it's, it's, just it's essentially Godzilla. just a knockoff of, it's, it's just a knockoff of Godzilla for the most yeah. part. Which so they got sued for. I saw that, yeah. How crazy. Yeah. By, by Toho. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see. They, the video I watched, they didn't know what happened exactly. I think they settled out of court. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how crazy they got sued for that. Um, so they go to the show. The babies want to go to the show called Reptar on Ice. And the basis of the show that they go to is, like, Reptar is, like, running around destroying the city, but he's, like, skating on ice. And the person who plays Reptar, like, hates it and hates lizards and doesn't want to do it anymore because mm-hmm. you kind of see him backstage a couple times. And then the parents fall asleep at the ice rink because they're terrible parents. And the, uh, the babies go onto the ice and like throw the lizard onto the guy. So he kind of like freaks out. But the best part of this thing is just this totally bizarre Reptar on Ice show that they're actually attending. It's like Reptar like falls in love with this woman and he has this like song. And so it's kind of like, um, like Romeo and Juliet. It's like Beauty and the Beast actually. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She falls in love with Reptar. And there's a song like reptar reptar <laughs> this whole thing. oh my god i laughed out loud so many times in that episode it was so great uh did you have any other any other uh, top two yes so my favorite and this was my favorite as a kid and when i rewatched it i just i loved it which um jenny watched through a, a bunch of episodes and there was always pressure would be like oh i remember this mm-hmm. and especially like with the theme song there's always parts that like, wow, I instantly remember sitting and watching this. But um, my favorite epi- episode was Showdown at Teeter Totter Gulch. Yes, this was a really great one. Oh, it's so good. And uh, Grandpa Lou takes Tommy and Chucky to a like Western-themed playground, and everyone's playing, and then they all like run away because the junk food kid is coming around yeah. and the junk food kid is just this little girl that's a bully and she chews up gum and she puts it in kids hair <laughs> and <laughs> like the whole episode is tommy standing up to the junk food kid and at the very end he has some beautiful uh, like a beautiful exit quote uh Oh, yes, please read this. It was, I love this. Gosh. OK, so I'm going to play the audio right here. Well, looks like everything's but the regular hair. Yep. I reckon it's time for me to go. Go? You can't go. Gotta go. Sometimes a fella's just got to be moving on. Moving on? Yep. I'm heading home to have myself a juice, snuggle with my blankie, and go nap nap. Are you ever coming back? Could be when tommy when i know maybe tomorrow oh that tommy he's one tough omelet oh i love that so much it's like the one thing i i always remembered was him talking at the end when he was leaving it's so like I laughed. I, I I tried so hard not to laugh the whole time we played that. I, I was I was literally holding my nose shut so I wouldn't laugh. That's so great. <laughs> Sometimes the baby's just gotta be moving on. <laughs> have my bottle and have a nap net. <laughs> oh shit, that is a really great episode. Um, so my I think my second favorite episode. I don't know, it's just very different. But this one legit made me emotional and like almost kind of mm-hmm. made me cry. But it was the Mother's Day episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, this was so heartbreaking. So yeah. in this episode, Chucky just kind of realizes he doesn't have a mom when Mother's Day is coming up. Um, and so he like tries to get a couple of the other characters to be his mom for the episode, which is kind of like the funny, the baby part. But then like the real, the actual like emotional adult part is like kind of watching Chucky's dad still deal with this. And so, like, they have these. He's he's like kind of deciding whether he should talk to Chucky about it or not. Um, there's a really great great quote when he's talking with Dee Dee, and he's like d- deciding whether he wants to talk to Chucky about it. And he's like, you know, I just I didn't want to talk to him about it because I don't want him to miss her. And Dee Dee's like, well, you guys can just miss them to get, miss her together. And I was like, oh, I, I was so close to crying during this episode, dude. It was so heartbreaking. Sad. And it's, uh, it's so interesting because it's from a show that, like, they've gone out of their way to make completely baby-ish and have no emotional ties. And they're yeah. like, oh, you want to see a one-year-old deal with the trauma of losing his mom? Bam, here you go. Yeah. Here like, you I go. was not prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I love that episode, though. It's fantastic. It is. Um, it's really good. And actually, also, just a weird fact, I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but the show actually got kind of canceled for a little bit. Um, So like the first three seasons went and then they just stopped making new ones. And the only episodes they put out were, I think the Hanukkah and the Mother's Day episode for like two years. Huh. And then the popularity of those two episodes brought it back into circulation. They started making new episodes again and it really took off. But their ratings actually got better just doing replays of the show after those two really popular holiday episodes came out. Weird. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that, that episode is not only incredible, it also saved the entire show man yeah that was that one was really good <laughs> yeah that kind of makes me tear up a little bit just talking about it though <laughs> yeah. let's move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so real briefly you want to just touch on all grown up yeah yeah no, i'm about out of stuff just so real brief um so i remember when this first came out and i was excited at the time um and then I remember sitting with my sister and my dad watching it and I just wasn't feeling it. It wasn't the same. I watched one episode of this and I was just like, mm, whatever. Like at that yeah, point it had already, like, I liked the original, I liked the original show. And when did this, when did All Grow came Up come out? 2004? I don't even remember. I think it was around that time. So I mean, it was just a weird time. Like I just kind of moved on to other shows. Yep. and yep. I really wasn't into it. Like, it's an interesting concept for sure. Yeah, it was a good idea. It just it wasn't the same. It wasn't Rugrats. Yeah, and I feel like that's just kind of the truth um, with any show. And they try to do a spinoff; it almost never works. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you ever watch the show Joey, the spinoff from Friends? Uh, no. It's I... horrible. Yeah, exactly. It's it's unbelievable how bad that how bad that is. So, like, I really just feel like they just like they can keep putting out movies. Oh, and actually, there is supposed to be a live action version of this uh, remake or a live action movie of Rugrats that they're in, putting in production pretty soon. That should be coming out in 2021. But so I th- when I I saw that I thought that they had taken it off the release schedule. Yeah, they'll do it. <laughs> Everything's off the release schedule right now. No one's making movies. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. They'll do it. It's it's enough of a cash cow. They'll they'll make it. But yeah, that's I mean, gonna be scary. live action tommy pickles how do you even recreate the weird potato shape of his head in an actual human child oh that was that was something (laughs) a comment about i saw all the characters have like normal bodies pencil necks and then massive heads massive misshapen wild looking heads yeah and they're not even like symmetrical shapes it's like weird no, it's like you handed a 1-year-old a crayon and it was like, "Here, draw a circle." And it was just like just jiggled all, over, wiggle all yeah. over the place. We talked about Batman how that how that artwork held up to now. Mm-hmm. Rats is so 90s. It it is. It I won't yeah. say it's bad, but you look at the show you're like, "What the hell am I mm-hmm. looking at?" <laughs> but I th- I thought I thought it funny at first. Like it was kind of charming. I I liked it because it it just made it more nostalgic for me yeah yeah for sure i don't know that Um <laughs> uh, but yeah all grown up man i don't even i have very little to say about that show it was yeah. there yeah. yep exactly i think that's about all we need to say it happened <laughs> <laughs> uh there's also three movies that came out and i think you mentioned um one of them the first one made like 140 million dollars or something like that yeah around yep just over and then what Rugrats go to paris and then Rugrats go wild is that right yes yeah and so in this and the first one is when they introduce Dill, Dill, right? Dill, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I was watching through the show, and then Dill just popped onto the screen. I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "When was <laughs> Dill born?" So I didn't know it was even from the movie. Yeah, and uh, then in the second one is when they introduce Kimmy, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because uh, Chucky's dad goes to Paris and uh meets Kira, his his wife, and he yeah, Chucky gets a new sister. <laughs> yeah and then Rubber Ass Go Wild is an awesome crossover with the Wild Thornberries. I I don't think I've seen that, but I saw that it did not do very well. It's a crossover with the Wild Thornberries. I don't care how well it did. It was awesome. Do oh, you know what they had for that movie though? The Scratch and Sniff. What? Do you remember this? No. Yeah, they called it Smellorama, I believe. Um, and so they had these little scratch and sniff cards that you took into the movie, and uh-huh. when like it would come to certain parts, you would scratch it and smell it, and it would like go along with the movie. Weird. Was- yes. So I did see this because I remember Smellorama in theaters. <laughs> they did it again with a Spy Kids movie later on, I think. Oh, we definitely are doing an episode about Spy Kids. Uh, as long as we get Smellorama. <laughs> Yeah, I remember they would like pass out the tickets as you walked in. Like You get your ticket and you get a little smell aroma card and have like a little notification at the bottom. Interesting. All right. So tell us, Sam, is Rugrats all that in a bag of chips? Yes. It, It is for me. And I do, it's hard for me to judge without my parent bias because I enjoyed the babies and I enjoyed the parents a lot. I just thought it was, it was a fun show for me to go back and watch. All right. Um, I, let's see, I will say that this is a fun size bag of chips. It's good in small quantities. I liked it two or three episodes at a time is all I can do. That's all I need. I just need a little fun size serving of Rugrats, but it is all that in a bag of chips for me. I liked it a lot. All right. Um, but anyway, do you have anything else about Rugrats before we uh, move on to some trivia? Nope. Nope. All right, I don't think I do either. Uh, So let's take a quick break and then we will get out of here after we do some trivia. All right. All right, and we are back. Uh, So let's get into some trivia related to Rogue Rats of 1991 in general. Um, And then we will announce our next episode and get out of here, so Sam are you ready? Oh, I'm ready, ready, ready. Let's do this. I said, are you ready? <laughs> I got two words. For it. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So we contribute here. I have one, two, three, five questions. And then the last one has four points. Okay. So six total questions, nine total points you could get. All right, I'm about to get nine points too. Here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, in the 1991 Super Bowl, the New York Giants were the victors over the Buffalo Bills in that game. Can you name the Super Bowl MVP from that game? Here are your four options. We got A, Otis Anderson, B, Phil Sims, C, Jeff Hostetler, or D, Lawrence Taylor. So immediately I thought of one, but now I I question myself. I only recognized two names on this roster when I when I was looking into this, so I don't remember 1990s football that well. Um, I'm gonna go with Phil Sims. Ooh, okay, interesting. That is incorrect. Dang, is it Otis Anderson? It is Otis Anderson, running oh. back for the Giants. That's exactly who I thought it was. He had. Oh yeah. Uh, like one of the highlights from the Super Bowl is him running and he does this like windmill and Oh yes. Wasn't it? Phil Sims missed like had like one incomplete pass and it was a drop. Oh wow. That's why I was thinking it was him. Dang. That's nuts. Yeah. Otis Anderson, Super Bowl MVP. All right. O oh, for one. Oh boy, here we go. All right. So oh this is a two-pointer. I forgot. Um, so as we mentioned, um, Rograts is the second longest running Nickelodeon show now behind um, Spongebob Squarepants, which is number one. So Sam, tell me, what is the longest running animated show of all time and how many seasons has it been running for? Oh, dang. Pokemon. Hmm. Okay. And how many seasons? Uh Oh, um, Hmm. I wish I could remember what year we talked about it coming out. Let's go with 17 seasons. Double incorrect, Sam. <laughs> oh, you're going to do worse than I did. Sam, <laughs> we just talked about the show earlier today on this episode. It is The Simpsons. Oh, ah. With 27 seasons. I thought you would have got The Simpsons, but 27 seasons, I did not know. That is unreal. It's crazy. I can't believe that show's still going. I know. That's nuts. I think I've read about how the quality has quickly gone down. Oh, it hasn't been relevant in 15 years at least. Yeah, yeah. They still get a, they have a a cult audience, so still going. All right, so as I mentioned, one of my favorite episodes is Mother's Day from the Rugrats. Uh, What is the name of Chucky's mom? All right, here are your four options. We've got A, Regina, B, Melinda, C, Dee Dee. Uh, you cut out. I didn't hear D. Uh, D is Anne. Okay. So we've got Regina, Melinda, Dee Dee, or Anne. Melinda that is correct oh yes a point (laughs) yes her name is Melinda Melinda Finster and I guess she died right as after childbirth with Chucky I think it was. yeah huh awful Um, all right question number four yeah we got one point going into this here we go here we go which of these movies is the highest grossing Nickelodeon movie of all time okay you got a Rugrats in Paris. B, The Last Airbender. C, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or D, The Adventures of Tintin. Ugh. I know, that's a, that's a rough list. <laughs> that's a rough list. Is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. Was it an animated one? mm hmm it's the live action with the CGI turtles that came out not that long ago. Oh, the I'll go, I'm going to go with that one. All right, that is correct. Okay, I thought I thought financially it did really well, but it okay. did and then a second one came out last year or two ago and it was yeah. I heard it was really really bad. Yeah, it was it is all right. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Last Airbender, I think, was number two or three, but that movie is atrocious. I've, I've, we've talked about it before. I've ranted about that movie a couple times. So. Exactly. Um, all right. And oh, never mind. We got two more. So you've got two, two out of five points. All right. Hey, you can't have a comeback if you're not losing at some point. That's right. You're like Pat Mahomes in the AFC <laughs> championship down 20 or the first round of the playoffs down 24 to zero and second here we go (laughs) what iconic disney movie was released in 1991 you get no options for this lion king ooh incorrect samuel that was 1994. ah this is beauty and the beast dang it oof all right you are two for six sam you can make up four points right here though with this last question here we go all right so the 1990-91 1990-91 bulls roster they were the uh the nba champions in the 1990 to 1991 season um surely you know at least one player on this roster but can you name four players on the 1999 on the 1991 chicago bulls roster you get one point per name you can name i'll be completely honest i know nothing about basketball <laughs> okay Literally nothing um I'm gonna go with michael jordan correct michael jordan was on the 1991 chicago bulls roster scotty pippen there yet correct you got two points <laughs> uh <laughs> how many misses do i get because this is where they're going to start coming in as as many as you want because i don't know if you're going to get any more of these <laughs> oh, lordy mm. steve Kerr there yet um, he was not. But that's a good answer. Dennis Rodman wasn't there yet, was he? He was not either. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't even know if you'd recognize any of these other names because I don't particularly. Um, Horace Grant was on there. If you recognize him, mm, I yeah. do recognize that name. Uh, that's about it. So you got two points. <laughs> so what yeah. is that? I forgot what we were at here. I got four out of six. Four out of 10. There's 10 total. Uh This last one was worth four. Oh yeah, yeah. I was thinking that was a bonus. Oh man. No, you got Melinda, (laughs) Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and two out of that. All right, new low score. I'm not the worst at this anymore. (laughs) Let's go. But you're also not the best. I am not the best. (laughs) We'll have to go back and keep a track of our totals. Yep. We (laughs) have a competition. That'll be good. Um, all right Sammy let's uh, let's announce our next episode and then let's get out of here we will be reviewing Chuck E. Cheese we're gonna order up a Chuck E. Cheese pizza and we're gonna actually (laughs) record our live reaction to it like we did with baby bottle pops you'll be hearing our our chewing and our live uh, (laughs) our live (laughs) consumption of a Chuck E. Cheese pizza I'm actually pretty excited for this because I'm it has, stoked, it has incredible potential to be really disappointing. I feel like we've been way too positive so far. We're yeah. due for us yeah. to just crash on some garbage little box of grease pizza from yeah. served to us from a mechanical rat. Amen. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so yeah, we're gonna record that and then, um, we'll uh. And so we're actually gonna record our next two episodes at the same time. We'll, we'll hold off on announcing what we're watching, but we're gonna watch this while we're eating this pizza from Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, it's gonna be a blast. I cannot wait to do this, man. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's gonna be really fun. All right. Um, do you have anything else before we get out of here? I do not. All right. So if you guys have any uh, emails or messages that you would like to send us. Um, oh, let's read like, let's another five star review, Sam. Okay, I'll read one real quick. Sounds good. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, so if you guys just want to go to uh, Apple Podcasts and drop us a five-star review, we will read your review on the show eventually, um, or shoot us a comment or a message. Um, our email is all, uh, all that and a bag of chips pod at yahoo.com. and you can follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter or Instagram, or all, all that and a bag of chips. Uh, so let's see. So our last review, our latest review. Uh, this is from Slim Shady, 1998. Uh, the comment says "exceptional," and he says "funny guys, good content" with a big old thumbs up after it. So thanks, Slim Shady, nineteen ninety eight. Appreciate your uh, your listenership, and uh, just to break the fourth wall here, that's my brother in law Tyler. Um, he also designed our um, one of our logos that we've used on our Facebook page, and he's had some good suggestions. He's been a big help for this podcast, so thanks for uh, all your help so far, Tyler. Appreciate it. All right. So, uh, anything else? We good to go. Good all to right. go. Take us away, Sammy. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Boomafoo, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo, Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that, Tickle Me Elmo. Mario Land Before Time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman, Baby, Bottle Pop, Shrek, and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan Space Jam, The Rock Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon! Beetle Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston hit clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise, Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice, Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Naka show, reading Rainbow Barney and collecting every Pog, All Toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dog.